You know, if you're honest, no matter how healthy your marriage is, there's probably something in the relationship that you want to be different. Uh, this was my wife, Dean, and me several years ago. I said, I, I'm just not happy with where we're at. And she's like, I'm fine. What's your issue? <laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm fine. What's your issue? What's and wrong with you? I just said, well, I, I, here's what the problem is. And, and we've, we've actually gone to counseling and explored that. And we are in a better place because uh, we reached out. Um, I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley, who co-host this podcast and did not counsel us, but I'm sure if you had, it would have been a great discussion. Um, a while back, Jim Daly and I had a conversation with the Smalleys about how they learned to adjust their routines during the beginning of the COVID pandemic. And while we all hope we don't have another pandemic, I think what they shared is really good. Here's part of that discussion. If the relationship is just a bunch of what I do for yous, right. You know, we do the, I do the dishes, you do this, I do that. That is a roommate relationship. So yeah. how is marriage different from that roommate relationship? So you're not living in that kind of status. Yeah, I think the beauty of marriage, many things are beautiful about marriage. But one of them is that because we're in this covenant, lifelong commitment to each other, that what, what that can do is that it can make us feel safe enough to really be truly known, to really be vulnerable. And because that's hard, I'm just saying that that was a hard mm -hmm. thought of going, okay, when we sit down like that, it really does require that. But the cool part within our marriage, because of that, the safety of our lifelong commitment to each other, that it can help us to really do that. And, you know, for me, this whole loneliness thing, the, the, the challenge that I would encourage men and women, if they're brave enough, is to to go to your spouse. Because then I, I followed up that day, that sort of epiphany that Aaron was bearing this this cooking burden on her own, is to go to your spouse and say, where are places in our marriage that you do feel lonely? And, that's and, a good question. And this is an ongoing thing, because I did ask her that. So that's like, what, six, seven months ago. But then the other night is we're just laying in bed and she's revealing there's another area that, that I feel alone, that when I share things, you don't follow up. You, you're not asking, pursuing, how is that going? And so be brave. I mean, because that's a scary question. If you're willing not to defend and to argue and to debate mm -hmm. that, it gives you such an opportunity just to listen and, and try to understand what what does that look like? Because that, that Aaron would have answered that I feel alone doing the, the cooking. Yeah, and the propensity when you ask that question then is to go into, well, let's fix it and let's get task-oriented. Well, if you feel lonely there, well, then I can do this, 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 and this. And again, it turns to doing versus just really understanding what has that been like for you? Yeah. And around the cooking, you know, we all, two of us, three of us developed allergies when we moved to Colorado. So what was that like for you? Like then having to cook with all these dietary restrictions and, you know, on and on. What did that feel like? What was the hardest part of it? And just asking those open-ended questions of really trying to understand and just care and empathize, stepping into their shoes. What has that been like before you get into how do we fix this? Because mm. it could be about the bills. It could be about outside maintenance, inside. It could be a number of things. But I guarantee you, that every single married person 
has some area within that marriage where they feel alone. Yeah, I feel lonely cleaning my garage. I can tell. Over and <laughs> Greg over would and come over help again. You. Sean Fuller should scoot up next to you. Just <laughs> yeah. I think we'll just you. schedule a time for you to talk to Greg. No help in the garage. <laughs> Greg, you said something in that clip which really uh, caught my attention, and that is we all have an area in our marriage where we feel lonely or a time in our marriage when we feel lonely. I'd like you to talk a bit more about that. This is kind of a theme for us this month, uh, pursuing growth together, and that's something every couple should strive to do. So um, address those lonely areas and give a little more uh, detail about what you meant there. Yeah, I think that every season within our marriage, it's going to be different. And what 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 changes from season to season is the the what. Like, for example, you know, from season to season, maybe Aaron and I are doing different chores, maybe chores that I once did, she's now doing, or maybe there's certain responsibilities within our marriage and family that that shift in terms of who's doing them from season to season. So mm-hmm. the the what will change. What 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 I think happens though, the problem is is that as those changes occur, maybe we start taking on different chores, different responsibilities. Oftentimes we do that in silo. In other words, we're not talking about that. So the change happens, but we're not processing it yeah, together. Yeah, not only are we not processing it, but but it's not like I'm checking in with Aaron. How are you doing? How's that going? Is everything going the way that you hoped it would be? Do we need to make any adjustments? None of that. I I have so many times just fallen into the uh, just the trap of going Aaron's a, a, an adult she's an amazingly strong independent woman she's good she's got this Aaron you do these 20 things and I'll do these 3 no I'll do my 20 <laughs> okay whatever but 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 because the the 20 things that I'm doing take so much mental energy and effort and I'm focused on those things it's not I wonder how things are going for Aaron I, w- I wonder if she feels I don't know, unseen, unnoticed um, around those you're things. you're so busy, you're Because I'm thinking about my stuff. Yeah. And that's the danger. And that's what the story we shared about the COVID pandemic and kind of the cooking, that's what caused me to go, whoa. The problem is not not how we divide up chores and responsibilities. The problem is that, that I get so focused on my stuff and I believe how strong Aaron is that it's easy for me to go, she's got this. And th- that's this, the damage. This is what happened to us as a couple is we were problem solving and there was a kind of a shifting of responsibilities and we were aware of it, but we didn't talk much about it right. because at the end of the day, man, I'm tired. I got nothing left to give. And we both were kind of in that spot. And if you're not talking, I'm telling you, people are, they're more than likely going to feel invisible, yeah. unseen, unnoticed which leads to, to loneliness. And mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to guard against. I just had one of those aha moments as yeah. he was talking. Oh, as oh you were boy. talking, It's Greg. about you. Is this yeah. Yeah. Good, no, bad, it was, not me. I was just thinking in? back to whenever we talk about loneliness, I will say that the, the one area that I felt so alone in was when I started back to seeing clients in the evenings and I would come home and there would be no dinner. And so I would just assume, why didn't Greg make dinner? Like, I'm not here, so why would he just not cook? But I never said anything. And so instead I got resentful, resentful and yeah. I'd come home and be like, oh, there's no dinner again. Versus in the pandemic, when the quarantine started, 
I used my voice. I spoke up and I said, you know what? I feel super overwhelmed thinking about cooking three meals a day for six adults when, you know, many of you are fully capable of cooking a full meal. All of you are. And, you know, how are we going to divide this up? So there's a difference between when we use our voice and, you know, they, when we use our voice, our spouse may jump on board and go, yep, I can help. This is what I can do. And so again, it's putting out the expectation of this is what I really thought would happen or what I really want to mm. happen. I just think the more we're willing to, to just to check in, that, that's, that's been a, a growth. And, I, and I, I would say it's still a, very much a growth area because it's so easy for me to get so tunnel visioned. I don't do well multitasking, and so I'm not often going, okay, I'm doing all these things, but I wonder how Erin's doing. And within the things that that she is responsible for, that's all I'm advocating for. Maybe every four to six weeks, why can't we just sit down real quick? How are you doing? How are you Seriously, feeling every alone? four to six weeks? I, I mean, just why, why not? Just to say, well, it feels like that's a long time, though. Yeah. Well, Dina asked me to say <laughs> two weeks for you, so <laughs> okay. I, I was trying to help. I'm you just by thinking four maybe weekly check in and see how it's going. Yeah, I, maybe I, that's on a table. I, I, that would be great. It, it feels probably more than necessary I, you, because you're you're trying to ultimately guard against that resentment in that I feel invisible and yeah. unnoticed, and that builds and generates loneliness over time so that's why monthly every six weeks i just think if you say are, are you feeling lonely or where are you feeling lonely within mm-hmm. our relationship it just guards against that yeah well i so appreciate your honesty and uh so the, if you're an overachiever like john then do it every well, week or but, maybe i'm just emotionally weak and I, oh, i'm just i'm concerned so i'm going to ask a lot <laughs> that's more likely the maybe. case yeah you can't go wrong by asking well i can't <laughs> actually i think i can I think if i ask too much she's going to be like what's your issue exactly yeah. we, I, stop talking to small Stop doing the podcast with the smallies. Listen, no one one thing you could do to kind of get this out into a conversation is to take our free marriage assessment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is going to give you some currency, some common uh, language. Uh, take a few minutes. Each of you fill it out. Or if you want to be like me, fill out your spouses. And uh, it's going to help you grow together and, and see how you're doing uh, well and maybe an area or two uh, for improvement. Click the link in the show notes and you'll find that assessment. And uh, let me ask you to consider donating to the Ministry of Focus on the Family today. Uh, We really do benefit when you pitch in. Uh, We need your contributions to continue making podcasts and uh, great resources available. Donate today either a monthly pledge or a one-time gift of any amount, and we'll send a copy of the book from Greg and Aaron called Reconnected. It's a terrific resource. Uh, Donate, and we'll send the book to you. And the details are in the episode notes. You'll hear more from the Smallies next time. And for now, I'm John Fuller. Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Mm